Driven Women's Guide to Love, Life, and Business. Hosted by the boss ladies Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Girls Gone Boss. I'm Gabby. And I'm Alex. And it's Mother's Day weekend. We Uh, love our mama so much. Yeah, you guys already know how much we admire and love our moms. Don't you feel like they're like our children? Totally, girl. I'm always bragging about my mom. So are you. (laughs) Yeah. Your mom's so fab. My mom's super fab. Your mom's super dope. I mean, I just feel like we're just so proud and we're loud about it and it's okay. What are you doing with her? Well, actually, I'm going to take her to Mexico City. That's really cool. I love Mexico City. Me too. Has she ever been? No, she's never been. And that was one of her requests. She's going to love it. She was like, I want to go to Mexico City. And then I found some tickets and they were pretty cheap. So I was like, let's go. And I've been a million times, but I've always been for work. So I've never been as a tourist. So Ooh. I'm excited to go. We want to go to Frida's house. Yeah. We go and to like... Go to the markets. Yeah, the markets. And the, the markets. cathedrals mm-hmm. and like Socalo. And, yes. And just so many different places that I have not been to yet. So I'm excited to go. And the food over there is super amazing. So I'm looking forward to Mexican authentic food. <gasps> it's delicious. It's nothing... Guys, if you haven't been to Mexico City, like honestly, tacos to me, and things like that, yeah. it's not as good. To me, and there's just like such a like dope vibe in the city of like high-end restaurants too like trendy Mm -hmm. that sometimes like it gives me like New York vibes when I'm in Mexico City and the people there are so nice and accommodating as well I love love Mexico City so much we're gonna take a few days and then you know just do mother-daughter stuff and come back and recharged and full of tacos very cool I'm not doing something so cool as what are you doing we can't we haven't we just don't have enough time to go anywhere. But I've decided, I haven't told my mom yet, but I'm going to take my mom and my mother-in-law to high tea. Do you know what that is? I've heard of it. Okay. But what is exactly? Okay, so you go to like, um, to, usually hotels have it, like fancy hotels, or you can find like a cafe that does it. And it's just high tea where they bring out like the different tiers of like little pastries and little sandwiches. And then you just drink Kinda different like in teas. London? Exact. That's where it comes from. So, I did it in London. You, you did? Did you At, like it? Um, Harrods. They have, okay. a, they have a, a restaurant there yeah. and they bring you the little thing in yes. the cart. Yeah. Yes. So Super I really want I think that they'll really like it. So I'm going to take them. I didn't know that it was called high tea. Yeah, it's called high tea. Why? I don't know. Because it's super <laughs> high end. I guess. I don't know. I should research that. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. It's really cute. And I just actually spent an entire week with my mom. Because my, my dad and my brother went to Japan. My my brother took my dad as a like his birthday gift to Japan to go on like a little trip with him for a week. And I ended up staying with my mom for that whole week because, you know, my mom, <laughs> you know, she's like my child. Yeah, she's like my <laughs> child. I couldn't leave her alone for an entire week. It broke my heart. And I, I just basically moved in with her for a whole week and we spent so much time together and it was honestly amazing. Aww. We had the best time. Well, we hope everyone out there enjoys their Mother's Day. And whoever doesn't have their mom, we hope, you know, send you a lot of love and light and um, send you big hugs and kisses. But today we have a guest whose life's journey has been inspired by her mom. So take a listen. We talk to Candy Calderon. Candy received her master's degree in international business, which spearheaded her journey by working with international corporations traveling the world and developing their business. But she always felt in her heart that health and wellness were her true calling. 
After her mother's breast cancer diagnosis, she took it upon herself to learn everything needed to help her heal faster and naturally. Candy made the decision to go back to school. Candy is now a certified holistic health and wellness coach, a highly sought after speaker and a brand ambassador. She now shares her popular and outspoken takes on healthy living from the modern busy woman entrepreneur perspective and taboo subjects very few talk about while still having fun. She has coached thousands of women all over the world through her signature programs about detoxing and healthy living. She regularly keynote speaks on how to prevent illnesses instead of reacting to them. Candy joins us today to set the record straight, teaching us how to live our best foodie life and answer all of our questions. Hi, Candy. How Welcome. are you? Hello, girls. How, how are, are you? We're great. We're fantastic. I think this is a topic that Alex and I have been wanting to talk about. We always are like, man, we need to get somebody here to talk about health and food and just how to be, like really nourish our bodies with some of the things that really just like keep us healthier, you know? It's yeah. hard out there. And I'm here. <laughs> and, I, and we connected. I created a Cultivate event in yes, my that was in Miami a few months ago. When was that? I don't even remember anymore. But it was when back was in no- December. November? December? Was it? Oh, it was it during was last Art year? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's right. It was during Art Basel. Wow. So let's start. So tell us about your mom's diagnosis and how that propelled you into going back to school and getting your certificate in holistic and health wellness, your certificate as a health and wellness coach. Yeah. Um, well, I'm so excited to be with you here today. Oh, thank We're you. We're so excited to have you. And, and I feel like um, the topic of health and wellness, it's so empowering, especially for us women, right? Because we are so given. And when it comes to our health, we think about ourselves last, right? We take care of everybody. Yes. But when it comes to us, it's we're the last person we think about. And that's one of the things that I love uh, of, about what I do. And my background is not even nutrition and wellness per se. My background is business. I study business administration. I have a master's degree in international business. And I worked for quite a few years with international companies developing their businesses. And it's I'm very good at it. I love it. I love the business side of, of you know, any business because you can be very good at what you do and if you don't know how to handle the business then you might have an issue so but when my mom got diagnosed my family has a huge cancer history my grandfather died of cancer two of my aunts died of cancer and when my mom got diagnosed as you can imagine for me that was the tipping point and I couldn't, you know deal with the idea of losing her too like less than five years you know, after losing my grandfather as well. And I started reading books and learning all these alien concepts. What's an alkaline diet? What is inflammation? And all these things that I was learning. And what I realized is that none of it was in Spanish. Everything that I was learning was in English. So I started implementing all this stuff. But then in the back of my mind, I kept thinking, oh, so if I was not bilingual, then I couldn't have access to this information. Mind you, this is more than 10, this is 10 years ago. So things are now better. But back then, uh, it, it wasn't the case. So I became very intentional on sharing everything that I was learning. And when my mom, by the grace of God, she got over her, her cancer, people were like, oh my gosh, what do you do? What do you do? Can you share? And I just started giving like free classes at the yoga center that I was visiting at the moment. And 20 people will show up. 
then 40, then 50, then 100. And I realized that people were hungry for this information. And then people from TV started calling me from radio. Can you share your story? And that's how it started. And then I, I realized this fulfills me so much. And it's when I decided to go back to school and got certified because I wanted to help people on a more professional level. Because when we're talking about health, it's okay to try to empower people, but when you're working directly with them, it's very important to have the certifications to be able to work with them one-on-one. So I wanted to do that because I feel like it fulfilled me a lot and, and I could do it in a more like professional way. So that's how I, everything started because of my mom's cancer. And where, what were the changes that you made with your mom's diagnosis that were able to turn her health around? Yeah. The first thing is that I always say, and of course, my background as a holistic health and wellness coach, I take in consideration everything that affects your health, not only your nutrition, because that's why it's holistic. We see health as a whole. But obviously, we start with the, her nutrition. So holistic means that, you, that that's what it means? Yeah. Like to see health as a whole? As a whole. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought oh. it was something else so for some I. reason. I thought it was like holistic because it was alternative. That's or, what I thought too. Yeah. Okay. Holistic means that you are seeing your health as a whole. You are not only seeing one thing. And usually it's based on four pillars that it's obviously nutrition, physical, emotional, and your goals. Everything has to do because I always say you might have the greenest of salads and the most alkaline diet ever. But if you have emotional baggage that you're not healing and you're not taking care of, you'll be more toxic and acidic inside than if you eat a burger every day. Wow. Right? And you'll be more toxic. And we can discuss that. And I know we'll go over that in a few. uh, But that's why we see so many women manifesting because our bodies are perfect. And we see so many of us manifesting cancer in areas where where we have been abused or we have an abusive relationship at home or a toxic friendship or family situation. And we manifest that in so many ways in our bodies because our bodies are perfect and they're telling you something. So you see all these super healthy people getting sick because all this older stuff. So that's why it's so important to me to create this awareness because it's not only what you eat, it's everything else that affects it. And you started seeing um, your mom's diagnosis on a holistic level. Mm -hmm. And then you were able to identify some of the changes that she needed to make. Yeah. Where in this this case were, what, was it more like on the food side? Well, with her, what we did is that I created a plan for her where I... uh, we started from from the ground because what happens with us and more so when you come from a Hispanic family is that we're used to cook heavy in the sazon with all these chemicals, sopitas, oils, you name it, right? And then for her, it was more a case of giving up stuff, right? Cleaning our kitchen first, right? And then healing from the inside out with the foods that we gave her, juicing. And But it's very important also to mention that we never stop doing traditional medicine. And I have seen so many holistic practitioners go out and say, oh, no, 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 you can heal just only going and following the tradi- the holistic path. That is very responsible. There, are, There's a place for regular medicine. And when a person has an active 
active chronic illness, there's that's not the place for only juice it away. That's right. irresponsible. And I have seen so many people, oh, you have cancer, start juicing and don't get chemo. That's, is, that's irresponsible, right? right? Because you have to be mindful that this person has an active chronic illness. That's why I love what I do because in the holistic space, it's more on the prevention side. And if a person has an active chronic illness, then you marry the two to help them heal faster, but never telling them, oh, you're going to get healed only with mm. this. So it's very important that we say that because there's so many crazy people out there selling and, you know, taking advantage of desperation of the people who are sick. So right. for my mom, it was more, um, so obviously she's still did her chemo and that's actually one of the main things that made me want to help her because I saw how the chemo was killing the cancer but it was killing her too because the chemo it it just changed changes the, the person completely and I don't know hopefully you haven't been in a situation where family or a loved one has been through cancer but when they get chemo it's horrific how they the few, next few days um so helping her heal um alkaline diet eliminating sugar, alcohol, coffee, all the acidic ingredients and things that we usually do every day, right? I know, I just had a coffee. Yeah, and it's not that coffee per se, it's bad on its own, it's the amounts. And more so if you have a chronic illness that you're trying to heal, right? You take away all the, you eliminate all the inflammatory ingredients and that will be alcohol, coffee, sugar, processed foods, which seems like a no-brainer, but when you come from a background like we do, you see that that's what we do all the time, right? And how, of course, we're going to get sick because we might have the predisposition, right, in our DNA. But I always say DNA is the is the pistol, but lifestyle is a trigger, right? Mm, so like you that. might have the predisposition, genetically speaking, but your lifestyle is what triggers it. We all have the predisposition to get not only cancer, diabetes, you name it, depending on your family history. But it's our lifestyle which triggers that. Does that make sense? Yes. Of okay. course. So how did you, you changed your mom's diet then? Correct? Yeah. We clean it up and not only hers, it was a very eye-opening situation for all of us. So we did it for all of us. We start, we stopped doing the sopitas. I don't know if you know what that is. It's like a compressed season that is very famous. And when you come from the Hispanic uh, culture. The little squares. La, yes, yes, yes. Oh, the little yeah. squares that those are so full of chemicals. Bouillon. Oh, bouillons. Bouillons. Yeah, like bouillons. Sazon. Sazon, yeah. It, it is, we call it sopitas. I don't know, in, in, in Dominican Republic. And Dominican, hello. Hey, hey. Dominican in the house. Dominican hasta la tambora. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. So, so yes. Um, so, yeah, juicing, we gave her so many beet juices because with her, it was um, breast cancer. And the way we discovered it is because she has uh, she had so many fibroids and beet juice is great for, um, you know, with, uh, yeah, juice, beet juice. And then, um, oh, my gosh, obviously also started doing the water with lemon in the morning. And there's so many things that we can do to start alkalinizing your diet. I always say small steps. And when it comes to prevention, right, when we have an active illness, we have to be more aggressive. And it's not a matter of if I want to, it's you have to eliminate a lot of stuff. And meat, we stop eating meat. And uh, do you really think that's connected a lot? Of course. Yes. All all the um, animal ingredients or animal based ingredients are acidic for our bodies. And what does that mean? 
you always hear about the pH of the body, right? So the pH, imagine there's a ruler and it's from one to 14. And then in the middle, it's seven. That's when our body is neutral. That's what we want. And when we are in between one, four, five, we are acidic, which means we are inflamed. And that's where all illnesses grow. When our body is inflamed, how do we get inflamed? When we eat processed foods, sugar, a lot of alcohol. Hey, I'm the first. I love my wine. And if you tell me that in order for me to be healthy, I have to stop drinking my wine, I'll tell you like, hell no. You know, <laughs> but it's all about, like yeah, <laughs> but it's all about balance, right? It's not like, okay, let me drink three bottles of wine tonight. No, balance, right? And then... They um, always say like one glass of wine, you know, it's good for the heart, right? And it's so funny because my some of my clients, they, they try to be smart and they, they ask me like, I didn't drink at all this week. Like, can, can I you know, uh, drink the whole bottle because I didn't drink it during the week. I'm like, no, don't be so smart. <laughs> you know, so, and it's okay if you want to drink that. Let's say, okay, I went out with my husband and I want to drink that bottle. But guess what? Tomorrow, what are you doing then to compensate for that? Because the thing is that we try to do the most and we don't do anything to clean our body after we do the most, right? So how are you eating? Are you eating greasy foods? Are you eating salty foods? If you have a history of heart health issues, are you taking care of your sodium intake? All those stuff that are so important and we neglect that. What kind of foods has sodium, high in sodium? All the, all packaged foods, you'll see them, they will be high in sodium. And of course, when we're talking about uh, salty foods, especially if you have um, heart health issues and if you have a history of, uh, in your family of a blood pressure, you want to stay away from sodium and salty foods. It's very important, but Typically, all processed foods that are prepackaged will be high in sodium. And you just have to become comfortable with reading the labels. Because if you don't read the labels, you you won't know what's in there. And be mindful. There's so many products out there claiming that they are healthy and clean, but they they are counting with us not being educated and not learning how to read the labels. Okay, so that's very important. Not because it says organic clean, you have to believe it, turn around that bottle and read the ingredients. You're like vegan. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. And um, so it's very important. I'm very intentional about teaching people how to read the labels and understand that also the, um, the how if it's first, it means that that's the most um, active ingredient. Let's say you see all these protein shakes and the first ingredient is cane sugar. It means that the most the, the ingredient that they have they have the most is cane sugar and then it comes protein and then it comes but the first one is cane sugar same with the granola bars for kids and same from the juices with ki- for kids so what are we giving our kids of course we're gonna get sick but uh, you know so going back to my mom we stop eating meat because uh, it's acidic to the body. So when we are, I mentioned the acidic and inflammation, that's where all illnesses grow. So what we want to do is to go over to the alkaline side, which is from neutral, which is seven to eight, nine, and stay there because that's where illnesses cannot grow in an alkaline body. Mm-hmm. It, it just cannot. Okay. And even if you get sick, you heal faster. Your body just 
kicks the illness outside of your body, okay? So I know it's hard because the way things are right now, we get bombarded with so many processed food. We drink, we smoke, we don't sleep enough, which also causes inflammation, lack of sleep, okay? And it affects your brain and all that. But if we are conscious and we do small things, we don't have to get overwhelmed. So the, the, don't kill me here because I'm telling you all this. No, we are but, so fascinated right but, now. But yes, but I, I feel like small steps, and then you start integrating one by one and teaching your family. And once you start noticing how your body reacts and you, you're like, so I was functioning like and feeling like crap all my life because we actually don't know how feeling great feels because we don't know. We haven't tried. Our bodies are perfect. We are the ones who screw it up all the time. I want to ask you a question. We keep talking about, um, you know, illnesses like cancer, Mm -hmm. like heart health, but then there's also mental health. Mm -hmm. I feel like mental health can also be, it can also help if Mm -hmm. we change some of our habits, right? Don't Mm -hmm. you, do you think it's correlated somehow? Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, that's one of the things that I've been very intentional when it comes to my platform, because I believe that um, when we see all this and, and I I don't consider myself an influencer because I feel like w- people following what I do has been an extension of me just putting out there what I, you know, I feel can help other people. And then they gravitate towards me. But when it comes to this wellness space, you see all these quote unquote influencers just putting out their information that is not accurate and pretending that you need to be perfect in order to be healthy. And that is not the case. We just do the best we can with what we have and try to improve every day. And that is very important when it comes to mental health because we put this bar so high. And of course, people cannot feel related. They cannot feel represented. And they feel like I can never be emotionally stable because I need to be this perfect in order to achieve this, this and that. And for me, it's been very important. And that's why I decided to put it in one of my panels in the event in my Glow Wellness Tour, because I see the suicide rates in Latinas and women of color. And it's because we don't address these topics. And when it comes to anxiety, depression and all these things, most of them are originated because our gut is not healthy. And that's why you go to all these doctors and they just prescribe you tons of pills. They give you a lot of drugs. They get you in the system, right? Because once you start taking these drugs, you're in the system, but they never ask you about your digestion, about your gut health. And we have two brains, our brain that we think, and then our gut, which is our second brain, which actually should be our first we should consider our first because all the serotonin and all these hormones that's, that has to do with our mood are produced in our gut. So, so serotonin, the happy hormone, right? So when you're feeling like kind of in a, some kind of way, or you're feeling blue, sad for no reason, you might be experiencing what it is that your gut is unhealthy. And no doctor asks you that. Like regular doctors don't even, they, I think they take only two classes, nutrition classes. They don't, they're not equipped to that. And of course, they, they're not going to ask you that. They're just going to tell you, drink this, drink that, right? So it's, it's crazy that they don't ask you that, but they don't know better. And we have to take our own health in our own hands. Are you taking probiotics? Um, that's for healing your gut. Probiotics are super important. 
eating wholesome foods, eating as close to Mother Nature as possible. As I mentioned, staying away from processed food, prepackaged food as much as you can, because I know life gets in the middle, but it's important to be realistic and um, getting your enough hours of sleep. Okay, eating enough fiber so you can cleanse your body and you can be very regular to the bathroom. All those things are very important when it comes to your gut health. And that is important for mental health. And people don't discuss that. And let alone have the conversation of seeking help when it comes to seeing a person to help you, a professional in the mental health space to help you because that's a taboo. We don't talk about that because tú no estás loca. You know, yeah. and no, and, yeah. and our family is mm-hmm. like, oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. We don't talk about those stuff. And if you mix all that, of course, it's a recipe for disaster. Have you read The Mind-Gut Connection? Yeah. Okay, so I just got that book. Okay, and you're going to love it. So I'm I ju- I'm on like on page like six or something. You're but I just it. started it. It's a little bit overwhelming, though, because it's, it's a little bit hard to understand. So I, I find myself reading it a few times, like mm-hmm. line by line. Yeah. But I'm already learning a lot of things that I had no idea about. Yeah, the thing and and... Also, that's very important for me is that whenever I put content out there and you and you ladies have been in my page, I do it in a way that is more digestible because I feel that's a pain point that we have in the wellness space that sometimes is so technical that we lose we lose the, you know, the the motivation of people who are not in the wellness space. So how can I put out the content without losing the core information that it's, of course, very important, but at the same time that you feel that you don't feel that way, that you don't feel that is overwhelming. And that's where people in the wellness space are losing the the traction with creating this momentum of having more people follow them and, and, and apply these things to your life. In a way that we can digest it per se, easier. Mm-hmm. And you do a really good job at that on your website, actually. Like I've read Thank a lot you. of your blog posts and they're really good. And they, they're they simple enough that I think anybody can understand it, but they get straight to the point. Yeah, because I always try to meet my audience where they are. And I don't, I, of course, I, I could write a blog post, very technical, but why would I do that? I also noticed that you have it in English and in Spanish, oh, yeah. which is phenomenal because yeah. I can send the article to my mom mm-hmm. and she can read the same thing I just read in English. Yeah. And I think that's so important for us Latinas yeah. with our moms. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like at this point in our lives, our, we have aging parents who oh, yeah. w- need all the information, like you said. And mm-hmm. if it's in Spanish, imagine us trying to translate it. I am a horrible translator right. in Spanish. Ah, my, que dice esto? Ah. Yeah. And I say like some like, crazy stuff that if it's already there and and it's information that they can take easily Mm -hmm. I think it's so amazing I do my best and especially because this is exactly one of the reasons why I went into the wellness space because I realized nowadays things are better but I realized back then where is all this information in Spanish so I want to give access to people who are not necessarily bilingual to have access to that information as well it's a lot of work but I do it because I feel that this is part of my purpose and it's to make this information accessible and if that can help you save a life or save yourself I mean uh, for me that's the most important thing. Yeah. And there's another thing that I feel our parents uh, growing up like in their countries, they don't know about, which is like the microwave and putting plastic and getting. And that I think is also something that it's been aware for us in mm-hmm. our generation. But like for me to transfer it to my mom, she'd be like, Ay, pero si Publix lo tiene en un, en un, una cosa de plástico, it's okay to put it in the microwave. I'm like, ma, no, you know how many chemicals are in that thing? Like yeah. the, the sweet potatoes that come in, in plastic. Oh my gosh, no. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then 
she puts it in the microwave, I'm like, ma, please do not buy those. Yeah. Those are not good. Ay, pero si yo lo compré en Publix. Like, to yeah. her, it's like... It's like Publix, it's, it's safe. It's safe. Yeah, oh no. But that, that educational part is also like, you know, kind of a hindrance mm -hmm. for them to stay healthy, you know? Yeah. And I always say we have to do our due diligence and we have to do our homework and because we cannot they are expecting us to not be educated when it comes to these topics and they are counting on it actually um there hasn't been enough studies out there that really bring data when it comes to the microwave per se but when it comes to containers that are not BPA free, there's a lot of information out there for those. So what I suggest is always use either glass containers or BPA free. Okay. So not necessarily, oh, let me fear the microwave. Yeah. Okay. If you don't want to use it, even better, right? Even better. But I understand that this is you know, life. Right. And sometimes we have to yeah. use it. I mean, it ha It could happen. I work. I lived in LA with one of my best friends. He did not have a microwave. I thought it was not going to survive. And then <laughs> I was able to survive for eight months. Of course. We, of you course. find a way. You just have to. It takes a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, it takes time. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you can adapt. do it. We adapt to everything. We adapt. Uh, so for me, yeah, it's uh, creating the content in both ways, in Spanish and English, and using my own voice, like the same way I will be speaking to you girls, like out side of the podcast and personal life I will be I'm very cheeky and I'm very like you know funny I you know I use cuss words sometimes so you keep it yeah, real exactly so that the same way I am you'll see my blog right because it's like an extension of me it's not like oh super proper it's just things that I like the other day I was uh, sharing a hair mask and I was like what the fuck my hair looks like a fry fideos <laughs> you know so I, it's the same yeah. thing so it make it make it funny so people can feel related and they feel compelled to use the information I'm interested in this whole alkaline thing and how um, our bodies, if they're acidic, they foster disease. Is there a way to go to the doctor and find out how acidic your body is? Yeah, absolutely. There are um, alkaline tests. First thing I would say, always you have to keep in mind that if your head doctor, your head physician, he will not or she will not by default ask you to or prescribe you to have certain tests. So you have to ask them, right? I would say very important. You have to, if you have cancer history in your family, you have to ask them to get, please get your uh, hormone levels checked, right? Also your vitamin D levels. It has been... Um, yeah, I have it, it has, low. Yeah, you, you have it low. Okay, so usually there's many, many studies out there that women who develop cancer, anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, and all these things that we have seen women experiencing lately are low in vitamin D. Okay. I take it so, every day. Okay. So that's very important. Did you have it low too? Yeah, I, I did. Am, I am super mm -hmm. low I'm all low. the time. So I do supplement it because vitamin D is one of the very few vitamins that we don't produce naturally in our bodies. Not even and, if you get sun. Yeah. And I was going to say, so if you get, you know, you go outside and get, I would say 10 minutes, five minutes of sun. But the reality is that we are from our car, from our home to our offices. Mm -hmm. And we don't usually yeah. no. do take 
as much sun as we should, right? Even living and, in Miami, and, it's unrealistic to think that we even go to the beach sometimes. Yeah, correct. Right? I've been I've been in Miami for almost three years and I haven't honestly been to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it's true. So yeah, vitamin D and... Um, so it's proven that low vitamin D can later on show up and... Oh my God, now I'm scared. No, I'm it's, a hypochondriac, it's, it's, it's by not, the way. <laughs> I'm like, it's itching not, all over look, right now. Look, it's not that it's going to cause it, but that... You know, uh, women, women, yeah, there's a link. Women who have developed cancer have uh, suicidal thoughts, depression, anxiety. I I suffer from anxiety, so that might be a correlation. Yeah, so definitely. And we have to check those things. And the same with our gut health. It's so connected. Our bodies, I keep saying our bodies are perfect. We are the ones who mess it up all the time. So we can go to the doctor and be like, hey, let me know how acidic my body is, please. Yeah, you can have, you can get, also you can um, on Amazon and I'll give you all these links. Uh, there's obviously those are home tests and you can, they have those trips where you can with your pee or your saliva. And it's just like a, give you a, a tiny hint or where you are that day and the day before. But if you want like a more complete definitely you need to blood work and as your doctor to get so get it's you hormone levels and vitamin d that's all you have to ask for not no well depending on your case okay. you, you might need to ask them a, a bigger battery of of blood test but those two should get you started okay mm-hmm. perfect yeah i already know i'm low on vitamin d and it's just, just need take to take supplements I'm, yeah i'm horrible at taking vitamins are Put you guys an alarm good at on it? your phone. Now I that know. I started, I put alarms on my phone now, so I can't forget anything. Yeah. yeah. No, I've been low on D, so I definitely have the supplements, but I need to take them mm-hmm. religiously. Yes. Yeah, but a, a rate indicator, it's also, you know how you've been behaving, right? Yeah. If you know you've been eating a lot of processed foods, you haven't been drinking your water, you are in a toxic environment, a job you hate, a uh, violent relationship toxic family friends if you eat sugar if you drink every day come on do you think you're going to be alkaline of course not also the water we drink especially here in florida is horrible the you mean the tap water yeah okay tap water and i do uh, i mean this is obviously you have to it's not cheap but i have a system at home that alkalinize my water besides filtering it because those brita filters that they do not do the trick they just filter a few things and that's it but the water is still acidic and if you go to my youtube channel you'll see a test that i did it's so gross what we found in the water here in florida so yeah i need to see this i haven't seen this one yet okay i have to look for it so you'll see it so you'll see it and uh you know this the 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 bottled water it's so important because we are 70 percent water and what we put in our bodies that matters too so yeah so it's my it's just to be mindful and I feel like it's for us women also a way to recognize how we are. It's writing down our day. And then once we have, let's say, seven days of data, we look back and we're like, wow, are you, I am really not healthy. And you can you can realize the patterns that you have and sometimes even the triggers. If you're eating this or that, what happened? Because we forget. I mean, I don't even remember what I ate last, year, last you know, yesterday for lunch. So we forget and we tend to, pre- to think that we're healthier than, than we are. But if we write down everything and we look so back true. at it, yeah. we, we realize it's that. It's accountability. Yeah, we, you, 
you notice like I haven't been behaving. That's a good idea. Like mm-hmm. a food journal. Yeah. Like a food journal It's not to be judgmental, just to notice the patterns and where you can improve. Where you need to and that's something that I always teach my coaching clients. Let's have a food journal. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Candy. Let's get into the questions that I know everybody wants to know. <laughs> celery juice. What's yeah. the deal with that? Okay. Celery juice. Because it's sold out everywhere. Yeah. It's, yeah. You can you can barely go to any supermarket and especially... I hate celery. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I always joke that at this point in my life, if it helps my health, I can eat dirt and I'll do so happily. So, but why didn't we know about celery juice like a year ago? Why is no, it such a fad? Because it's the same thing. Hello. We thought two years ago that kale was going to solve all illnesses in the world. Then it was acai. And then, you know, it, yeah. it, it rotates. Now it's celery juice. But let's be real here. I personally, I love celery juice. And I even uh, had a, you know, a challenge for getting my audience to start drinking it because I truly believe that it has some benefits. Now, is that the cure-all, end-all in the universe? No. And that's the thing when people get like fanatics with a movement and they feel like that's the only thing that is going to cure everything under the sun. That's not the truth. It is a good addition to whatever your lifestyle is if you already have in place certain things. But that by itself, celery by itself, it will not cure you. Or heal you if you just do that. You know what I mean? But it's very hydrating, which is so important. We talk about hydration all the time, especially for us ladies, our skin. You have great skin, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. And eyebrows. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Thank you. Her eyebrows are on point. You wouldn't say that if you met me when I was 15 in my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> That's all of us, though. We didn't have eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was crazy. So, yeah. Hydration. It has great vitamin uh, levels of vitamin K. And... It has the salt clusters that are very important to us. So to us women, especially, especially if you're exercising and you're, and you're sweating a lot. So it has, and it's obviously alkaline. Okay. Mm. So it's, you see, it has so many things. It's the same thing if you use, let's say, if you use leafy greens, kale, um, whatever, any other, if you use a cucumber, they do have so many benefits and it will never harm you, but it will not be the only thing that cures you. So be very mindful when you follow these crazy trends, just blindly thinking that that's the only thing that will cure you. It will help you if you already have in place other things and it's just like a, something an addition. To, an addition to that. But it by itself, salary just won't cure you of anything. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Oh, yeah. 